welcome to this week's edition of Stir It Up. What's up? This week we're going to have the Tech Talk segment with Emilio Hernandez from Texas and Eric Witten from Louisiana. There will be some contact info and then we'll jump right in. But once again, thanks for listening and don't forget to send in your questions. What's up? This is Cliff for Stir It Up, coming at you with some contact info. We on the Twitter platform. We on the Periscope platform. We over on the WordPress platform. We all over, y'all. Let's start with the WordPress. It's going to be S-T-U-R-I-T-U-P dot WordPress dot com. Same goes for iCloud. Stir it up at iCloud dot com. You can email us between shows, questions, comments, maybe even an idea to be on the show. When we have a live broadcast on Periscope or Shoutcast, you can send us an instant iMessage at that same stir it up at iCloud.com. Now over on Periscope at Twitter, you're just going to add the word live. Stir it up live on Periscope and Twitter. And if you missed the live broadcast, you can always catch us on, on the podcast platforms. We're, we're on Anchor. We're on Apple. We're on Google. We even on Spotify, y'all. So we got a lot of means to be contacted. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. This is Cliff for Stir It Up. Now that that contact information is out of the way, let's jump right in with Emilio and Eric and Stir It Up. What's up, Amy? Yep. All right. All right. So we got Eric Whitten with us. Emilio um, texted me and said he was going to be a minute. He had to take care of something. But uh, we're here with Eric Whitten from uh, where are you from again? Coming to Louisiana. Louisiana. Now, is that where you were born or is that where y'all live? No, I mean, I was born here, but I lived in uh, Texas for a few years. Texas. Okay, and, that's um, right. You went to TSB. Yeah. Emilio did too. Um, I'd like to know <clears throat> a little bit about that. Probably yeah. at a later time because y'all both was there at different times. Like, Eric, what year did you graduate? 2011. And Emilio? Uh, oh, four. Let's see, I yeah. Think, yeah. <laughs> it's what do so you long. mean? You think? <laughs> I thought Matthew was one of your well, specialties. I, I was in the seventh grade in 04. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And, and remember, this, we, we keep this PG, so let's watch our language, all right, fellas. All right. All right. Cool. So, both of y'all have been using the Mac for an extensive part time of of your uh, computer lives. Mila, you started what back in two thousand ten? Uh, yeah, two thousand nine, two thousand ten, somewhere in there. And that's about the same time for you too, Eric. Oh uh, wait. Okay, so Christmas you. Of wait. What is that? Uh, what was that? Snow leopard or tiger? That was no leopard. That was leopard. Leopard. Okay. <laughs> What was uh what was the OS when you were on Emilio? I picked up on Snow Leopard. Snow Leopard, okay. So, um, Eric, since you started on um on Leopard, mm-hmm. um, what was the difference from Leopard to to um Snow Leopard? I'm gonna tell you there was a big difference because, uh, for example, web browsing, you didn't have headings, you didn't have a links list, you didn't you had to be all right every time until you got to what you were looking for. So you're telling me there wasn't even no quick nav? 
Oh no, no, no. It was just VO right on the web page, and you you got to a link or a button that you wanted, and you passed it up. Whoop! You had to go back. VO. <clears throat> yep. There was no until Snow Leopard. There was no heading command or uh, links command list or whatever. There was none of that. There was no yeah, loader. Not, none of that. I didn't start until 2011. I think that was the end of Snow Leopard because they went right into uh, what was it, Amelia Lion? Uh, uh, Lion, and Lion. Yeah. Lion and Mountain Lion. Yeah. Yep. So, Amelia, what's the big differences for you over the years, especially coming from a Windows <laughs> environment? Well, you know, for me, one of the big differences, I'll just start with the Mac. And it's a criticism against Apple, unfortunately, but, you know, it is what it is. Once they started taking away the ability for you to pay for the OS, the quality, to me, of the operating systems has gone down significantly. Well, you know, those saying goes is you get what you pay for, right? This true. is true. true. <laughs> but that's one thing that I do miss is the stability of the OSs, it seems to me, were more robust. when we. Yeah, we had to pay $30, $40, but, you know, looking back at it, it was worth it because every time the bill in OS would come out, it would be decently solid. That's and I'll, pay, have and I'll pay $30, $40 versus what, what does Windows charge, 100 200 well, for yeah, the, for the at least two hundred. Yeah, initially, it's a one fifty two hundred, and then but they're trying to follow Apple now. At least that's my opinion, because how convenient was it? With now they're having Windows ten, right? They're trying to follow Apple. To me, I know market analysts aren't going to tell you that, but come on now. Of course, I mean they skipped Windows nine and went sure. straight to ten, where uh, Mac OS yeah. already is. Sure, and now they're giving it to you for free. All the updates are for free now. No, but see, when, when I'm using Mac OS, I don't feel that it, I mean, as far as stability, um, you know, it doesn't crash on me or anything. I mean, it's not like no. Windows 10 where you got to deal with Defender and all Yeah, let's, let's, let's touch yeah, on that. Not, um, one of the big yeah. things that I love about the Mac, and I'm pretty sure you guys <laughs> do too, is the fact as a totally blind user, I can do a clean install with absolutely no sided assistance. Can either um, one of you agree sorry. with that? Yes. The first time, okay. the first time I did for it, sure. I, uh, you know, I was scared because I had never done one before. It was a new thing for me. Mm -hmm. But once I loaded mm -hmm. up in the recovery system, recovery partition, I opened up voiceover, it was smooth sailing, you know. And now yeah. I'm yeah. to the point where I don't like having to reinstall because it takes so much time. Yeah. But, it, but Me, on like the other hand, I don't really... Right. It is the convenience. And sometimes I do it just because. But unlike you, I don't I mean, I think you do the same way thing now, too. But I keep all my important stuff on externals. The only thing yes. I really have to do now is, like, reinstall apps, log back into blogs and stuff of that nature, put my email account there or whatever. So but for me, the way I run my system is all my documents and everything's I have it duplicated in the cloud. So I have it in iCloud, Dropbox, Google Drive. And then I have Hazel rules set for those things. So all, every, all my documents go into the cloud. People can people say, well, that's not a good idea or whatever. That's eh, It's been working for me for the past few years. And, and I do then, the same thing. But, uh, you know, mm -hmm. of course, we both have offline copies. I mean, it's not like we're yes. that stupid. Right. Well, yeah. yeah. And, then, and then all my media goes on the NAS. See, I'm still old school. You know, all the media goes on the NAS. <laughs> so anything that comes onto the main machine, it's something that I'm working on currently. If it's converting files or documents or whatever it may be. But then once it's mm -hmm. done... It all goes off to external storage, so that way if I have to reformat, it just takes me five minutes, and all I have to do really is just unconnect my NAS, disconnect my uh, cloud syncing options, and then reformat, and that's it. 
Now, Eric, you said you're old school. Let's, let's go a little bit. I mean, we all know what the term means, but for maybe somebody who's a little younger or doesn't is not familiar with the term, what do you mean by old school? <laughs> no, like, so say, for example, yeah, he keeps his stuff in the cloud. Like, and I, I don't do that, especially with music. Like, I keep my music on um, one of those iPods, the touches, and, um, and on a computer, obviously. On the main drive. Um, so you're saying you don't so, use externals at all? No, no, I, I do for backups, of course. Um, I have a two terabyte passport external, one of those Western digital oh, passports. Oh, yeah. I think we all have one of those. External, Emil, oh, you yeah. got two of them, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. have a few of them. Yeah. Yep. Actually, actually, I got I got two. I got a one terabyte and I got a two terabyte. So, okay. Uh, I need to get me one of those four terabyte ones that just needs power only, especially oh man, with those are nice, especially with iPad OS about to come out and yep. uh, supporting externals. And I'm and I don't know if I told you, Mila, but I I pick up that um uh hybrid drive hub for the iPad Pro. Oh, did you? The okay. six and one, yeah. So yeah. I can't wait for that to get here. It's, you got to be just in time for the beta. Oh yeah. But um, I I kind of. I don't know if it's overkill, but you know it's better to be safe than sorry. But I do, I do the cloud. Yeah. I mean, I do Google Drive, iCloud, Dropbox, and I even have OneDrive. But I also keep it, you know, uh, offline copies, like I just discussed a few minutes ago, on external drives. A couple of them, because you never know what could happen, especially with family photos well, and stuff like that. Given so. my experiences, oh yeah, <laughs> I've paid for hard drive restoration. Yeah. So yeah, you know. Well, and then see, and then see, as far as me and photos. I just don't, I don't know. I don't know if it's just me not wanting to deal with it or, I don't know. If it's, if it's me saying, oh, what's the point of having a photo when you're blind? Like, like, right. I, don't, I guarantee you. When you're blind, you're like, you understand? Like but like, when you get a family, I guarantee you that'll change. Oh, sure. for sure. So for sure. Let's, let's jump back over here to the comparison. And I don't like using this word, but let's talk about Windows. Now, Jaws mm, does have some advantages. I will give Microsoft credit on one area. And everybody knows where I'm about to go with this because they go together better than peanut butter and jelly. And that, and that's <laughs> Jaws and Excel. That is on, that yeah. is one that I miss. Now, numbers has made some big bounds and leaps, but the accessibility yeah. and the way that it works will never be as good as Jaws and Excel. For I mean, me, Office in general is always going to be my go-to if I have to do some serious heavy-hitting stuff. Yeah, because you do a lot of writing, too. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, people will argue that Pages is an equivalent. Maybe they haven't sure. done the things that you've done, or maybe you haven't figured out how to do the things that you want to do in Pages. That's true, too. Yep, that's true, too. Now let's jump over to the mail app on, on mm -hmm. uh, I, or Mac OS. Mac OS. Because to me, that trumps it all. The, the, the Office Suite, I, I love oh, yeah. Excel. You know, Word does what I needed to do. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to the mail app, it 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 yeah. trumps, it trumps uh, Outlook all day, any day for me. Now uh, I will tell you, I have tried the because I do have boot camp on this Mac, and uh, uh, I tried the Windows Mail, and, and it's kind of the same as Apple, but it's not as good as uh, I, I don't think it's as good as uh, the regular Mail app on Mac OS. Amelia, did you use uh, Outlook Mail at all when with Office Suite, or did you never tackle yeah, that? Yeah, I, I was still back in 07 and 2010 versions, and they worked pretty good for what I needed. I couldn't complain. And then once I started gradually moving over to the Mac, you know, things were just easier to deal with then. And, of course, you have third-party apps that you bring into the play that just make it that much better. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm, that yeah. is, you know, Mac, 
Apple got it right with the Mac <laughs> mail. Or it, it to me they yeah. did. I mean, I don't use the Mac very much anymore because I iPad everything and iPhone outside the house. But when I do use it, it still just works. I mean, my yeah. rules are sorted like I want them to. The mailbox is so easy to navigate. And I'm one of the quick nav people. Yeah. Emilio, I know yeah. you and I, I think Eric, you are too. You you use the VO key still. But I'm a quick nav person. I'm lazy. Call what you I'm so I'm so hardcore, <laughs> yeah. bro. And, and what I mean by that is I don't use any of these new methods to navigate with voiceover. I'm still the 08 person that navigates with the my both hands. Yeah, know? well, sure. call like, me lazy, <laughs> new school, whatever you want. But the quick nav just works for me because I don't have to hold about the three, th- 35 other keys just to do what I want well, to do. And, and, you know, I wonder if, if for me if it comes from the JAWS days because that's how we had to navigate. You know, oh, true. that is true. Keyboard. That's, you know, I'm, I'm glad you brought up that Jaws point because that, that brings me to my next point. What's with this, um, what do they call it, modifier key? People want to make the caps lock key, the VO key. Now, that's just too much Jaws windows for me right there. And, and you know what? And that's coming from people that like NVDA or Jaws too. But I can, so, see, I can yeah. see utility behind it. I can see utility because if you're using an app like Keyboard Maestro or something advanced, a heavy hitting app, that relies on macros for keyboard functionality and you need a key that's going to hit all those keys for you. That's where I would see that caps mm-hmm. lock key coming into play. And I'm not hating on nobody either. Yeah. Cause I mean, there are people out there that have, you know, difficult with motor skills and, and, and oh, stuff yeah, that yeah, may sure. need that can't hold down three keys at once. So that, that's a right, good thing for them. Right. But to me, in my own personal experience, that's just too much jaws for me. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I mean, because when I was using a Mac, I used to use, you know, what do, what do they call them? Uh, it's not activities. What's the word I'm looking for? Commanders. I used to use commanders, I used to use commanders across the board for everything. I did not like yeah. going to the, oh, I, still I did not like going to the applications folder or the home, uh, you know, hit, you know, uh, option key V and that would open up my, my media player yeah. or my mm-hmm. VLC or whatever. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's just yeah. easier for me that way. I was a key, they called me the keyboard king. Cause if, if, if there was a keyboard uh, command for it, I knew it. So. Well, and I know somebody that uses trackpad. We both know who, who I'm, who we're talking yeah, about. I don't, I'm not big on the trackpad or the mouse. I, See, I never yeah. could get into the trackpad. Me neither. It just never jived with me. You know, I'm still just a keyboard yeah. user all the way. Now, course, now Eric, you have an iPad, TikTok, you, you have know. a MacBook pro, right? Or, yeah, so yeah. do you have a trackpad? Yeah, do you use it? Oh, yeah, yeah, I use it for uh team talk when I'm navigating with channels and stuff, but that's a different story. But, um, yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean sometimes I use it if I need it for convenience or something, like if I'm navigating a web page and my hands are tired from stretching them all day, yeah, you know, from navigating the uh with the keyboard, you know, sometimes I use a trackpad, and and sometimes, like, if I'm reading a book or something. I'll I'll use the uh, what's that two finger flick down to read the whole thing and just let it go. Right, right. So I forget what that's. Called, I mean, but... y'all both been using the Mac for well over ten years. Me almost nine, eight, oh, yeah. something like that. Yeah, yeah. And now, Emilio, I know you said that you're not satisfied completely with what Apple's done over the last few years since it became free. But at the end of the day, if there's a Mac on the table and the Windows on the computer, which one are you going to touch? I think it'll be the Mac first. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah. Yep. Um, but to be fair, now, I have. I, I still play. Well, I still play. I don't, sorry. No, you're okay. Um, and and the, the reason why I boot camped is I, I play a lot of games, a lot of audio oh, games. Oh, we've all boot camped or VM Fusion. Oh, sure. I mean, when I first got oh, my sure. Mac, I, I went cold turkey for a few months to learn everything. But at the end of the day, yeah, I was still yeah. trying to 
do the office suite. I mean, Excel, mm-hmm. Word, mm-hmm. Uh, even Outlook yeah. for a while until I learned Mac Mail. So, but yeah, now, Amelia, the good. point you were about to make. Oh, well, I was just going to uh, ask Eric a question. Are you using Windows 10? Yeah. Now, how the latest one? Yeah. How comparable is it with your experiences with your Mac background? Because I, in the you know in the journalist in the tech journalism world, I hear a lot of um, what do you call them? Producers, whatever you want to, you know, these people that are producing content for the mainstream, they're actually saying that in some cases it's better to go back to Windows because some of the things they're needing, the Mac just isn't supporting. So with your experience, that's what my question to you is how comparable now is the Windows platform? Is it becoming more of a level playing field? Could you recommend that to somebody if a Mac is not something they want to go buy because they're just expensive? You know, <clears throat> I could. And um, and I can recommend it as far as like if you want to do mail web browsing Office with with NVDA if you don't want to pay for JAWS, um, and that's that's just. I mean, I use Windows opinion. Ten for a little bit, as you know, and I just got away from it. But yeah, to me, yeah, yeah, I don't know. The Mac is just so much easier to navigate. And Amelia, you, Amelia, well, I was about then, that, Amelia to, you mentioned that I mean, Macs are expensive. It, they are, but. At the end of the day, they just work. Oh, yeah, Plus the are. fact that you get a sure. screen you're built in that updates oh, no matter what. Sure. Yeah. And just press Command F5 or but Command end, but it's getting, three times it's, with it's the It's getting uh, over the entry. That's, that's the, the issue, ID. I think, that at least for, I think, some of the blind people in the blindness community anyway, that's one of their biggest hurdles is the entry price. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that at, at the time that we're you at know. now, that they're coming down. Because I mean, if you don't, if you're if you're totally blind sure. and you don't yeah. need Retina display, you can get a a good quality MacBook Air for oh, nine hundred yeah. bucks. Sure. And well, and 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 that's and that's what I mean. When my mom and I are shopping for computers, you know, um, it's like, why do you need a Retina display? You're not going to care about all that. You know, <laughs> I mean, she's just right. saying the truth. I mean, because I know when I'm, I'm I know when I'm shopping, the, uh, I know when Amelia's looking. The main thing we're looking at is processor and RAM because we mm-hmm. want to be able to multitask. Oh, yeah. So sure, yeah, it ain't about that. I sure. mean, if you could custom sure. build a well, Mac and, and, without the Retina display and get all that extra stuff, then that'd be great. But Apple doesn't let you do it that way. Well, you know, well, and then and then on the other side of that though, is like I, I got a friend that loves power, so he's like, I can get a. I don't know, uh, thirteen inch with touch bar, and get, I don't know, six or eight core processor. Without, you know, and and as far as the, I, I, you know, you can't get that with the function key max. Um, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm I going? understand what you're saying. So so he can get more processor power, you know, with that. But anyway, that's just him. Uh, but for me, it's like. Come on, man. If 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 you got a good function key Mac at a good price, you know, because I think the 2017 MacBook Pros are still coming out with the uh, function keys at least. Well, early. that and I had a touch. I had a Mac or with the, a touch bar. MacBook I ended Pro? up selling it, but you can. Yeah. You can. You, well, you it like was it? okay. I I didn't need it no more because I had the iPad uh-huh. and I was doing everything from uh-huh. it. But there was a there was oh, a yeah, setting yeah, that you could change to make you could use the function key with the regular num number keys to you know do function key mm-hmm. actions per se so yeah yeah but of course i mean so you know, just to touch on just to touch on how well max amelia you have an iMac from what year yeah. uh 2009 and are you having any issues with it 
I just had wow. to replace the hard drive one time so far. Just the hard drive. Yeah. In ten years. Yeah. Yeah. See, I mean, I, tell hey. me how many times that that would happen with the Windows, even a desktop. I've been for as long as I've had this. Oh iMac, God! Yeah. In comparison to Windows, I've been through three Windows laptops, and I'm still on the same Mac. And I'm not here to badmouth Windows, Microsoft. Uh, They're yeah. a great company. They do good things, but I don't. I yeah, think they just they use do. cheap hardware. Yep, cheap hardware that I'm sure is, you know, it's still going to be well, cheap. Well, but let's give them credit you know though, I mean? because they are coming out with solid states. And they are. I think the playing ground. I think the oh, the, true. the, the playing is field true. is leveling some. Now, how good are these solid states though? How do we know the solid states is the rest of their parts though? Right. But at saying. the same time, I right. mean, they they they're coming out with these little. You know, people love these Surface Surface Pros. I've never gotten mm-hmm. my hands on one, but I've. I've mm-hmm. heard they're good machines, but they cost it somewhere in the neighborhood of a thousand dollars anyway, and they don't come with a lot of memory because, as you know, Microsoft their OS, unlike Macs, I mean, because I think the most I've ever seen uh, Mac OS take up is like nine gigs, maybe. Microsoft's OS, I think, takes up like well, what twenty five, thirty. Well, and then okay, so when you boot camp, if you boot camp forty gigs. Like if you boot camp, it's gonna take twenty gigs away from you, so you're gonna get, you know, it, it, it uses up Windows. It's like what? Yeah, and that's gonna happen you know, even if you fu- even if you use the infusion. Yep, yep. I for had sure. infusion for almost three, four months, but mm-hmm. yeah, that, I mean, you gotta you. I used to I used to make my partition at least one hundred and twenty gigs because you never know. Yeah. Now going back to this music thing, so people know, I'm I'm kind of new school with it. I rock what they call iTunes Match which means I upload my library into mm-hmm. the cloud so I can stream it on all my devices and make different, all changes sync across devices. Now, I do have my all my music collected onto a hard drive offline, but there's no, because iTunes, iTunes can't handle it. I mean, they got all of it, but they don't allow you to have, you know, mm-hmm. as many songs as you want. It's only 100,000, so that's how I do my music. Um, now, Amelia, you touched on an app that I know about, but a lot of people don't know about. Why don't you tell us what Hazel does? Well, Hazel, uh, it's basically, to me, it's a file management application. It does file management automation for you. So it's like the iTunes of file mm-hmm. management. So what you do with this app, it's $25, $30. Oh, wow. You get a month's trial or I think two weeks, at the minimum two-week trial, full-featured, you know, and it's accessible right out of, right out of the download. It really is. It's made by NoodleSoft. Nice. And what it does is mm-hmm. essentially you go in and create rules that will act on different files or folders. And it will, and it will do mm-hmm. whatever you ask it to. If you want it to duplicate a certain file to a different folder, it'll do that. If you want it to duplicate contents of a folder based on when it was last modified and move it to a different folder, which is what I do with my cloud services. So when I set it one place, I just duplicate the rule change the uh change the output of where it's going to and then i'm done and it, it does and you know there's mm-hmm. podcasts devoted to this it's it's a very advanced app it does a lot of things it can do so many things it can look for contents of a specific file rename things based on the contents of what you select i mean I, i'm barely and mm-hmm. i mean barely tipping the iceberg and for 30 dollars it's been a worthwhile wow. app. Not a thirty dollars is that a one time yep. thing? Unless they like have a, a major upgrade, okay. but then you get discounted. I think it's like five or ten. Either way, 
I'll be paying for it as long as yeah. it's accessible. And that's one thing I'll say to the max credibility in general. Yeah. One thing that I've learned is mm -hmm. I'm more willing to take a gamble on an app that I that is recommended from a from a podcast that's a third party podcast mm -hmm. or whatever it may be that that is meant for sighted people, so to speak. I'm more willing to take a gamble on that kind of a purchase because the likelihood of it being accessible is at least 60%. Not always, but at least 60%. Yeah. Not always. So like, speaking of, so yesterday I heard about this thing called Hazel. Mm -hmm. I guess is what you're talking about. From uh, yeah. Matt Geek, Gavin I, yep, Hans. that's a podcast. I've heard of them. And, yep, yep. And um, uh, they're very good at, as far as their uh, stuff and, I mean, I haven't tried any of their stuff uh, that they sponsor, like Clear Me well, or Hazel, whatever they Hazel, put the airports or whatever. In particular, so Hazel. like, for example, mm -hmm. I have a rule set. When a zip file comes into my downloads folder, after two minutes, it'll automatically uh -huh. uncompress or decompress that zip file. Automatically. Oh, yeah. No kidding. I've also, I also use Hazel. Um, and I, back mm. in the day when I was collecting a lot of EPUB and um, Kindle books, they would come in subfolders per se. Mm -hmm. So they would be the book, the author's um, signature page, and then the, the you know the cover and whatever. And I had it. I had a rule set yeah, for yeah. whenever I would put books into if it was a, a the extension with the 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 Moby, which is um, Kindle, or EPUB, which is Apple. <clears throat> it would sort those two different formats uh -huh. into their own folders for me. All I would have to do was set That's the nice. rule. So, I mean, That's we nice. had a little bit of trouble with it, with it, me and Emilio, but we finally found it. We had to run rules on, on Kanda. Well, he found it and gave me the answer, but there was an issue with when it wasn't sorting yeah. right away, but we had to tell it to look in subfolders and basically move those files for us. But, mm -hmm. I mean, all you got to do okay. is, you know, do a little bit of digging. And that's one of the other things, too, is I don't, I'm not hating on nobody that asks questions or on a list, but sometimes you have to Google or look for the answer yourself before you, you know, want somebody to per se hold your hand and walk you through everything now i know everybody true. learns differently but yeah. that's just the rule of thumb with me is i try to find the answer before i ask the question yeah so what would you two say in wrapping this up are the big differences between mac and windows as it stands today <clears throat> well one of the big differences of course is jaws versus voiceover for somebody coming into who who wants to come into the macintosh world or into the apple world is from a jaws perspective Forget everything you know about JAWS and leave it alone. Yeah, Don't bring absolutely. any of it in. It's not going to help you at all. It really, it's nope. going to hinder you more than it's going to help you. Nope. Come in just like a baby learning how to walk and talk again. That's going to be the best way to yep, learn voiceover. And the tutorial, the beauty about the tutorial is once you master these general ways of navigating the Mac, it works the same way across the entire system. The way I navigate a folder in Hazel is the same way I navigate a folder in my downloads or my documents folder. The way I rename a file in my documents folder is the same way I'm going to rename a file elsewhere on the machine. So these standard techniques of learning how to use voiceover are going to work across the entire system. So that's one benefit of learning and mastering those basic skills. And let yourself get frustrated. Embrace that frustration. Because the, once you get over that frustration and embrace it for what it is, you'll be able to move on from it and learn the machine. I can't say faster, but at least have a, have a greater tolerance for learning the operating system. And right now, for somebody who's coming in new, it's going to be scary. It's going to be foreign. You're not going to know 
what the voiceover keys are. You're not going to know what quick nav is, but don't be discouraged by it. Just put yourself in the right circles where people are answering and asking the right kinds of questions. And of course, that's where your Mac Visionaries group comes in. That's where your V iPhone group comes in. And for those who have, uh, who have iPhones or iPads, one of the things I'll say is some of the same gestures that you're already using to navigate on your iPhone and iPad, if you get hey, a fellas. MacBook Pro. Hold up. We got to take a break here. I can't believe you just mentioned those other two groups and didn't mention mine. I should kick you off this podcast Boy, right you, now. You didn't plug this group? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> and Clifton's group. Look at that. Oh, <laughs> Only talking support. Come on now. Groups.io. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Say it again, That's... Clifton, because somebody didn't write it down. <laughs> Yeah, only dash talk. How is it? See, only see. I don't even know it. Only, only dash, dash Apple dash TNS plus subscribe at i groups dot io. Yep. So, but <laughs> the other thing, and and that was the best advice somebody gave me, and they told me to forget everything I knew about Windows, act like I was learning a completely new OS because that 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 couldn't be closer to the truth. The other thing I would suggest too is utilize that help tutorial that's oh, yeah. built in yes, because yes. it's always being updated. I looked at it the other day and sure. there was stuff in there that I didn't even know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I consider myself and you know, I'm not an expert, <laughs> but I'm an advanced user. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, they're yeah, out, yeah. they're always updating that stuff. You know, one of the things I like about the Mac community in terms of those of us who are using VoiceOver specifically is we still piggyback off each other. I still will piggyback off Clifton because there's a keyboard shortcut I just forget and mm-hmm. it's the, I want to set the, um, the notification bar with a command in. And I always forget how to do it when I reformat. I ask Clifton every time, how do I do this? And he always reminds me. Or there's something that he needs. And I'm like, well, this is how you do it. So we're, so in the community, for those of us who are using VoiceOver, we're always piggybacking off each other of this, that, or the other thing, which is always a good thing. Eric, now when you came to the Mac, of course <laughs> it was brand, the VoiceOver was brand new. Because remember back when you started on the Mac, iOS didn't even have voiceover on the phone yet. Well, no, 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 so, no. Actually, uh, can y'all hear me? Because the 3DS okay? came y'all out in 2009, me? right? Y'all can hear me, right? Yes. Yeah, I, yeah, we can hear you. All right, good, good. Um, so, yeah, iOS came out in 2000. Well, it wasn't out. It was out in 07, but not for us. Right. Um, That's what I'm saying. So when you came to the Mac, iOS didn't even have voiceover stable we, yet, per se. We had to get, we had so, to get mobile. We, no, it wasn't even out yet. So, right. Christ- so Christmas of '08, we we still had mobile speak phones and yeah. Uh, wow. The yeah, iPhone, the iPhone 3GS we're... in 2009 was the first one to come out with voiceover. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So what I'm saying is based on the fact that there was no iOS or no mm-hmm. voiceover for iOS mm-hmm. because that's what that was a big help for me. I got my iPhone first and then I got the Mac three months later. So mm-hmm. it was kind of I could take that knowledge from the iOS and go to the Mac. But you didn't have that advantage. So how was no. it coming from Jaws to Leopard and the difference in the OSs. I mean, did you get training? Did you did you ask questions, or did you just wing it and learn on your own? I'll tell you what I did. So, it, it so a little bit of background story. My mom and I went to the Apple Store because she heard about the Nanos being accessible uh, first. Uh, so I got the Nano in like oh four oh five or something like that. I forget when it was. Maybe oh six. Um, it, it, you know, what I'm talking about the, the the little nanos with the wheel. Oh yeah, with the yep, wheel the, on them. Yep, yeah. the iPad, the iPod. Yep. Yeah. So she found out about that first, and then 
in 07, we were researching because I was having trouble with my Windows, my little Dell that I had, XP and everything was on it. And uh, I was having trouble with it. Um, and so she said, let's research Apple and see what they have as far as, and she said, there's something here called voiceover. I said, uh, I've heard about it, but I never have used it. She said, you want to go try it out in the store? I said, yeah. And uh, so we went in the store. We ended up buying one after trying it for a couple of hours. <laughs> and uh, she said, I want to share this computer. You know, I'm like, all right. So ends up being two months later, I'm still having trouble with this Dell. And uh, she said, you know what? Fine, you can have this computer, all right? I'm giving it to you, okay? <laughs> and so what I did was I locked myself in a room for a few days and started learning it and using the commands that I've heard of and, um, you know, the, the VO commands, the left and right, all that. And uh, now I didn't learn interaction until later when I got the TSB because we started researching more with them. You know, I started researching more with them as far as that goes. And then, uh, yeah, so like back then you had to interact with everything. There was no, oh, okay. there was no. Now was it the same way with the left or the down arrow on right keys and to interact in left yeah, and still the same down commands, yeah. interact? Okay. Oh yeah, I mean, I mean, those have been around for years. I mean, I, I know a friend who ran Tiger and that was 06. And uh, that was even more, that was even, uh, even newer voiceover. So voiceover really didn't, started in 05. So like when Katrina hit, I think it was going to yeah. come out that October or September or something like that. Now when Katrina hit, you were still at TSB, right? Or were you no, already no, not? No, no, I, I, I was in Louisiana not knowing what high school I was going to go to because I was a freshman. And then Katrina messed up everything for everybody because we were still over here. Yeah. In Covington. So that's, I mean, that, that's a story for another day. Uh, we go on in the Katrina stuff, but no, we, anyway. we definitely can, we can definitely oh, no. do one about that. Oh, for sure. For sure. Um, <clears throat> so as far as me learning how to say, for example, navigate a web page, like I said, you, you had the VO right. And that was your only out. You couldn't, there was no rotor. There was no, Headings uh, command, there was no VO command H, you know, like, like we have now. And, uh, and and what I did was I did what Emilio said. I took JAWS out the window and took all that Windows knowledge out the window and just started crawling again, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's what you do. You know, you crawl and you walk. So. Okay. <laughs> and Emilio, like I said, you 2009 – yeah. Was it was pretty stable? I mean, yeah, it was all right. Nav wasn't there, but no, you know, it was no. But I'll tell you, for the first year when I had my Mac, it was a glorified Windows. <laughs> That's all I used it for. I didn't use the Mac side oh, wow. of things. You didn't use it, oh, okay? No, I didn't. I just uh, lo- I, the right. only thing I did was load Fusion and booted up Windows every time. Now, did you use uh, Seven or XP? I used uh, X. I believe I was on XP. Yeah, I had to be on XP by then. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, because with Windows 7, you needed more than, I think, two gigs of RAM to even use it. Yeah. You guys there? Yeah. 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 Okay. I bumped my head there. So, all right. So, to wrap this up, um, you know, Macs are expensive, 
But they are. I think I think we all agree that in the long run they're worth it. I mean, because well you it. you think about it, you get a you get a bottom a bottom of the barrel Windows machine for five hundred. You turn around, and even for the home version of Jaws, I think it's eleven hundred. Well, and you know what a good entry Mac is for those who really want to dive in and not get a laptop and not deal with an iMac. A Mac, Mac Mini. Mini. Mac yep. Mini. Yep. That's where it's all at. day. Mac Mini all day. You can even still get the 2013 version for like 499 yeah. fully loaded. Yeah. So, and that's the machine I'm still <laughs> rocking. I mean, I I souped it up and got 16 gigs of RAM and got a solid state drive. Yeah. But you know, at the end of the day, it still works after now, five years. And I mean, I blow the dust off it every now and again to turn it on. But my iPad Pro 11 inch 2018 does everything I want to do. So, see, now see, my question for the Mac Mini though. Is do you still need a monitor? Like, is it still no? There's still a dongle a you monitor? can. There's a dongle you can buy that's only uh-huh. like twelve, thirteen bucks, and it and it tricks the Mac Mini into thinking that there's a monitor connected. Ah, uh, that's funny. That's hilarious. <laughs> yep, that is so. hilarious. But all right, I thank you guys for your time, and oh, yeah, for sure. I don't know when we're going. Just to let everybody know that you can send in questions and answers. Or not answers, yeah. but you can send in questions between podcasts at stir it up at iCloud.com. And that is S T U R I T U P at iCloud.com. And we're signing off. Yep. Hello, everybody. We are to the part of the show called Random Thoughts. This is the R in stir for the Stir It Up podcast. And I'm going to touch on a show that I watch. It's been on for about 25 seasons, probably about 10 or so years, maybe more. It's called Snapped. It comes on Oxygen. New episodes air on Oxygen at 5 Central, 6 Eastern on Sunday evenings. This particular show is based around women who have been done wrong by men or something triggered them and they just snapped, which means they ultimately end up killing them. I've seen a few episodes where the man actually survived or the person they tried to kill survived, but most times they end up dying. This particular episode got my attention because it was, (laughs) bottom line, not necessary. So, this woman, she's been a Christian all her life, raised in the church, was saving herself for her husband. She met this guy, she was kind of an introvert, not really into social events, but he kind of brought her out of her shell, I guess. Flirted with her a little bit, took him a couple times to ask her out, and then they went on a date. Ultimately, they were engaged for two years, got an apartment about two months before their wedding, didn't move in together until they got married. But uh, the bottom line is, she was a virgin until she married him. I don't even know if she ever gave herself to him because what happened was a week after the wedding she is talking to her friends and family about not wanting to have that quote unquote time intimately with her husband and they tell her to talk to her talk to him about it she takes him up on a cliff supposedly one of his favorite spots to look at or hike at or something and ultimately ends up pushing him off. What it boils down to, based on what people said, she didn't, she wasn't ready to be intimate with anyone. Well, why did you get married? That's part of why you get married. Um, 
to be clean about it, I guess. Sex is part of marriage. Um, I'm not going to say it's all the only part, but it is a great reason why people are together. So they can have a one woman and one man relationship, be with one person for the rest of their life, and get to know each other intimately as well as spiritually and intellectually. And she knew that was part of the wedding night. I think what happened was she got wrapped up in the bridesmaids, the someone doting on her as, you know, doing the makeup and the hair and the nails and all things of that nature. Having bridesmaids at her beck and call, whatever the case may be, the flowers, the meal, the dance, the all the attention per se. Let's just face it. Most women crave attention. They want attention. They desire attention. Now, not being a sexist pig or nothing, but, you know, that's just what I see in today's generation. And sometimes I saw it in the earlier generation. I mean, I was born in the 70s, and I saw it in the 80s and the 90s also. So it's not just a knock on women today. But all that was over, and then she realized that the part of the wedding night that she hadn't prepared for maybe she wasn't ready for or didn't ever intend on having was upon her she had someone that loved her cherished her wanted to treat her right but also wanted to be intimate with her and she wasn't ready for that but instead of just saying let's not get married because i'm not ready for that or we can get married and live together but let's take it real slow she takes him up on a cliff and pushes him off she claims she didn't mean to do it but i mean come on now if you was gonna talk to him how come it just couldn't be over a nice quiet dinner or a walk in the park a stroll by the lake or the beach or maybe just i don't know in the backyard you know sipping on some lemonade or something i don't know but you don't have to go up to the top of a cliff where most people don't survive even if they walk it let alone drive it and push them off and then on top of that number one she didn't even report him missing his boss from work did and then on top of that when they went to go looking for him she took them right to the spot where he was at and tried to say it wasn't her at first oh come on she even went as far as to send an email from her mom and stepdad's house from a guy he used to buy and sell and fix cars with saying that as this guy he's dead don't look for him he fell off a cliff of course the police have this technology where they can you know track ip addresses phone records know where your cell phone towers were or your cell phones were by binging off towers and all this other stuff but i just don't get it i mean there's been other episodes where people have killed their ex ex husbands because they didn't want to give up custody or they didn't want to have visitation or because they wanted someone out the picture because that person was cheating on them i mean my goodness just talk that's i think that's one of the number one uh, number one things in marriage that people don't do and that's communicate if you communicate with each other day in and day out there won't be no misunderstanding you can't just assume and play the guessing game because that gets everybody in trouble you help keep all that bent up inside and then you blow up and then you snap in her case i really don't think that was necessary 
to kill the man just because you didn't want to be intimate with him just leave divorce him get an annulment you know you're supposed to be a christian we know that one of the ten commandments is thou shalt not kill i'm not gonna preach here but you know that's common knowledge even people who aren't christians or don't read the bible or not into religion know that so that's my random thought for the week remember i am on spotify along with some other platforms and remember the blog at stiritup.wordpress.com that's s-p-u-r-i-t-u-p the same as at icloud.com for an iMessage or uh, email between podcasts. And just remember that we are also going to be running live shows on Shoutcast. Um, that will be coming up. Stay tuned to the blog. Again, spuritup.wordpress.com. That's where you can get all the updates. Thank you and have a good week.